In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, pretty excited for our ticker guest here. We talked to uh, some NFL quarterback chatter. Derek Carr goes to the Saints. It's tag day in a few hours. Geno Smith. We got NFL Draft Combine. And what the hell are the Bears going to do at number one? We talk with our good friend EJ Snyder on Twitter, at Football EJ, co-creator and host, Bootleg Football Podcast, Senior Draft Analyst. Uh, And he joins us now. Good morning, EJ. How you doing? I am mainlining coffee and ready to talk everything NFL. Combine, draft, quarterback movement. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, what what are you made of the quarterback conversations the last, I don't know, 48 hours or so? We got, we got to deal with Geno Smith now in Seattle. He's staying. We got Derek Carr in New Orleans. We have no idea what Aaron Rodgers is doing or where he's at right now. And I don't know what the Ravens are going to decide to, to not do or decide to do. With Lamar Jackson, what do you just make of the quarterback conversations right now in the NFL? Well, it is the swirl, and Derek Carr in New Orleans really starts the quarterback dominoes. It sets the focus on the Jets' job. That's the next major chip to fall. Seahawks get in, get to the combine, take a look at the quarterbacks and say, you know what, (laughs) we'll take bird in hand. We will sign Geno to the deal, which I think is a good move for them. Uh, But it also probably pulls them out of the high running. I wouldn't say absolutely pulls them out of the high running because John Schneider is a wild card, but it's much less likely that they're going to spend big on a young quarterback in the draft just having re-signed Geno. Aaron, Aaron's going to Aaron. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) He's going to do whatever it is that he does. We'll see where he lands until he decides or teams get tired of waiting. Um, We'll really see. But the Jets job's the next one. And the one you mentioned that I don't think enough people are talking about is the Lamar situation in Baltimore. It The vibes in Baltimore all since the end of the season have been really off, have been really odd. And it's possible that they don't tag him, which would be a shockwave that all of a sudden everybody would start talking about yeah, you know, EJ, that that's interesting because it them even if they tag him, the report is they're not going to do the exclusive tag, which would, you know, keep teams away, and they'd at least have him for next year if they could work on a deal. They're just going to, you know, do a standard tag, which means the teams could offer him a deal, and Baltimore could either match or they get draft capital in return. Like, doesn't even that kind of indicate to us Baltimore's level of commitment to Lamar at this point? It's really odd. I think it does, and it's an excellent point. That's the rumor is that they're not going to go with the top-level tag, which is exclusive, which means, yeah, the bidding is open. And if another quarterback-needy team that, say, is in the Aaron Rodgers running right now doesn't get him, they could come to Baltimore with a whole bevy of picks and cash and say, hey, you know, you've got a match or, you know, we're going to end up giving you picks and we get Lamar, which I think is still Lamar Jackson is a tremendously underrated asset in the NFL. And a lot of what's going on with him is about situation. Greg Roman 
has been his offensive coordinator for basically his entire career. And that's not going to make you look tremendously good as a passer. Despite that, he was the NFL MVP. I think people forget that. EJ Snyder's our guest here, co-creator of the Bootleg Football Podcast. Great stuff over there on Twitter, at Football EJ, senior draft analyst. And I, I do want to ask you, so Gino, he signs his I – thought, I thought this was kind of a great deal for both sides. Gino got a bag. He got $60 million, at least guaranteed. He can get more with incentives if he stays there three years. He'll get the 100 um, or he get close to 100 at least. And I thought the Seattle Seahawks on an average basis got a pretty fair shake uh, for what was a really good quarterback. Now, I, I don't know what his future holds, but you mentioned the Seahawks. You covered the draft. They're sitting at five. There was a report a few years ago, EJ, that, that John Schneider wanted to trade up and get Josh Allen. He was enamored with Allen's size and what he potentially could be as an athlete. Now, they, they, didn't, they didn't get that. They kept Russell Wilson. Anthony Richardson kind of measures very similarly to Josh Allen. I don't know if Richardson goes one, but if he's there at five, what would you do if you're the Seahawks? Would you take him, let him sit a year or two, learn under Geno, and then have your guy? Or do you trade out and acquire more assets because you got to fill out your roster? That's a great question, and probably the question after the Combine. Richardson came into the Combine with, I'm not going to say more questions than answered, but a lot of very important questions to answer, and he aced that test. He crushed the Combine, removed every bit of doubt, blew folks away on the field, and we knew that part. If you've watched Anthony Richardson on the field, he's a tremendous athlete, broke the Combine record for quarterback vertical jump, but also, and possibly more importantly, in the meetings, he was reportedly very good. And that's more important to teams. If you're John Snyder, it gives you all kinds of leverage because you can go anyway. You can know that you don't need a quarterback for this year and you can stash one for the future. Or you can say there is so much demand for quarterback around the league right now that I am going to get a haul of picks to increase my team. And I'm going to do that instead. So uh, I would never <laughs> say that I can predict what John Schneider is going to do because he's one of the most sort of erratic GMs out there in a sort of uh, crazy personnel wizard sort of way that's really worked out for the Seahawks. Um, so I'm not going to peg his move, but he can go any way confidently now that they've got Chino signed. Is Luke Musgrave, did he did he work himself out? He had a great combine from Oregon State tight end. Did he work himself into the first round in your estimation? I don't know if he did. I like Musgrave a lot. He is a tremendous athlete, and if you're talking about sort of pure speed tight ends, one of the very top players in this draft. But it is a historic tight end class, probably the best in 10 years. Daniel Jeremiah, who does draft analysis for the NFL, said this is the best class tight ends he's seen in a decade I tend to agree with him but there are some other players out there like Dalton Kincaid from Utah who are more well-rounded I think and were certainly much more productive than Musgrave because of Musgrave's injury in his senior season or his last season at Oregon State that I think he's I wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks into the end of the first round, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. Uh, EJ, I, I got one more for you. Where does Jalen Carter fit in the NFL draft? I, It's an awful situation. We still don't – I don't know if we know all the details quite yet, but if this misdemeanor stays a misdemeanor and he gets kind of a slap on the wrist for what was involved with the racing – I, you know, it's the NFL, and I, I think we need to face the realities. I still think he's going to be a high pick. I don't 
maybe he cost himself a slot or two. Where where are you at on Jalen Carter and and, and what where you think he's going to ultimately fall in the NFL draft? Yeah, the way you framed it is perfect. It's really tough to say until all the information is presented, and I don't think we're there yet. It is easy to say, though, that it doesn't help. Um, unfortunately, the timing reeks of a smear job to push him down into a range for teams that had no shot at him before. And for those that might be cringing right now, that is definitely something that happens in this league. Uh, because the risk has been increased, the risk and blowback factor has ratcheted way, way up um, he will have cost himself a couple of spots, which is terrible. On the field, he is a tremendous player. He is a top talent, i.e. could have been the number one overall pick in the draft if the team up there needed him. Uh, ultimately, time will tell. He is going to go very high. Somebody's going to pull the trigger because of the talent, but it won't be as high as it was, and that's a shame. Are you in or are you out on Bryce Young as an NFL quarterback? Uh, Bryce Young is a fascinating prospect in this draft i'm in on bryce young and it's really because you know there's this guy uh jalen hurts he played quarterback for nick saban and, and he got replaced by this other guy um tua yeah tua played for, for nick saban down in alabama too and then uh yeah tua got replaced by this guy mac and and then mac got replaced by bryce it is really really rare for a college to be able to say hey all of our last four starters at this college are NFL starters. There's only 32 of those jobs. And Alabama can say, hey, our last four straight starters are starters in the NFL. Bryce Young is a great player. He can't control his size. And for all the things he can control, he is a tremendous quarterback. Uh, good stuff. EJ Snyder on Twitter, at Football EJ, covers the NFL draft, the NFL in general, the bootleg podcast, football podcast. Go give him a follow on Twitter, at Football EJ. EJ, appreciate the time and the insight. Uh, we got your contact, man, so we'll have to get you back on and get your thoughts from how the NFL draft all kind of shakes out once we get past that point. Thanks for coming on. Um, absolutely. I'd be happy to do it. Thanks for having me.